Hello and welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I'm Heather Hansen O'Neill and I am your host as always. And we're going to begin with a quote today. It's by Robert Ingersoll and it is, we rise by lifting others. Mm. You're going to know why I picked that quote momentarily. I have not one, but two amazing guests for you today. Let me introduce them to you. Mariah and Byron Edgington are storytellers and public speakers who enrich audiences with humor, wisdom, and anecdotes taken from their professional lives. In their careers, Byron as a pilot and Mariah as a nurse, they raised people up every day. And from this came their mandate to elevate. As a neurodivergent, neurotypical couple, Mariah and Byron explore differences in relationships as benefits, not deficits. Now, I could continue talking about them and their experiences, but I'd rather them share it with you. So welcome, Mariah, Byron. How are you today? Thank you so much, Heather. Thanks, Heather. I think that Mr. Ingersoll is a pretty smart guy. Yeah, he knows a thing or two, right? (laughs) And you've been practicing it for a long time. So do you, is there anything like, I, I just did a shortened bio for you, but is there anything that you would like to share in addition about how you got to where you are today? Well, go ahead. Yeah. We have been on quite a journey and it is true that that is what we feel like we're doing. And after retiring from For me, I was a critical care ER and flight nurse. And so I lifted people up in that way to try to help them recover and be their best selves. And so I felt the need to continue doing that to support other people and find tips that they could use in a very user-friendly way. And Byron? Yeah, and as for me, I guess uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, that journey because I just this morning wrote a piece that uh, listed, we have 15 addresses in the last 20 years between us, true story. But we've since we started uh, talking about our differences together as a couple, we've discovered that journey is a lot more interesting and a lot more in-depth than any of the traveling, because we've traveled all over the world. But traveling around inside our heads is even more <laughs> revealing. I love that traveling around inside our heads. It's fantastic. You know, I think it would be a a rather um, harrowing experience for anyone to get inside of my head. (laughs) I feel your pain, Heather. (laughs) You know, I I love so much. And and first of all, I want to just do a shout out to you both that's beyond the bio. So for those of you who are listening, I've experienced um, Mariah and Byron and their their kindness and their generosity and in wanting to share and help and to serve. And it's really quite lovely to witness. So thank you both for doing all the work that you do. So now mandate to elevate. I love the title. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, well, as Mariah kind of referred to it, we did. We spent our professional careers lifting people up. I did it quite physically, in a literal sense, yes. as a helicopter pilot. I 
that was my job description. Take these people and raise them up, take them somewhere else. I love it. And uh, Mariah did that in a medical setting by taking people with some kind of a medical or traumatic issue and put them back on their feet. So we discovered that uh, not only were we pretty good at what we did, but we really loved it. We just love to see people succeed. We like to see people become their best selves. It's just, uh, it's, it used to be an occupation. Now it's an occupation. Like Dennis's. Like oh. Dennis's. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love that. I just want to repeat that. So it used to be an occupation and now it's an occupation. Oh my That's gosh. Right. That's fantastic. And I, you know, they were, Mariah and Byron were mentioning Dennis. So we want to give a, a little shout out. Um, mm-hmm. Did you, how did you end up meeting Dennis? We met through Dennis. So do, would you like to share a little bit about, about how you came we to did know Indeed, Heather. And Dennis has introduced us to so many rich and wonderful people that our life has been oh boy. just elevated because of him. It was interesting. So Byron, and you talked a little bit about the neurodivergence that we're speaking about now. Mm-hmm. Byron has been my cheerleader for many years and has encouraged me, even though I've felt that I took on a lot of things, baggage from society telling me negative things. Mm-hmm. And now I wouldn't even begin to say what I used to say to myself because, and I teach people this too. However, once in a while, he would say, you should write over the years. Mm -hmm. And I would say, I don't know how to write. You know, I can't spell, blah, blah, blah. I have dyslexia and ADHD. And it's just something that I've carried with me thinking, yeah, I don't know how to do these things. And I'm not good enough to do them. Mm -hmm. And in, let's see, now I'm thinking back, probably March or maybe April of 2021, Dennis reached out to me on LinkedIn and said, would you write for us? And I said, oh, you've got the wrong person. It's Byron who writes. And I, I just, you know, put things up a few words at a time. And so because of that, Byron said, see, I told you. (laughs) And so I did, I started writing and by the time June or July came around, for some reason on LinkedIn, we had amassed many thousands of followers in my content with the simple message of own your value. And initially, Heather, I started saying you are enough. And Byron came along one day and said, no, you're more than enough, Mariah. And so is everyone else. And that's where that came from. And that became our tagline. You are more than enough because Mm. everyone has such value in their life. And that is why we really feel the need to get that message out there. Yeah. Well, and let me, let me expand just a little bit on what Mariah just said. And you referred to it yourself when we started this particular part of the conversation. Well, the one thing we found, we shouldn't be surprised at this, but when we lift other people up, guess what happens? We lift ourselves up. Yes. It's unavoidable. Mm, I love that. That's a great ad. And, I, you know, I love the story because I think that there are going to be quite a few listeners out there that will be thinking, oh, you know, I've I've had some of those thoughts that Mariah was talking about. I've been questioning myself. I have based on you know, other things that have happened in my life or things that have others have said to me, I feel less than, 
And it's so important to find that Byron, right? Who who reminds you of who you are. And now Mariah is doing the exact same thing with her writing too. Uh, their their job now in, in their retired world is to elevate and to remind people about all that they have inside of them. So if you're listening and you know someone else who needs that lift to be reminded of who they are, then share this episode. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to encourage you to do that. So for anyone listening who's not familiar with neurodifferences, could you dive a little bit deeper, explain for them? Yes, I'd be happy to. It's a good question. Because it is a word that isn't just, it's kind of new in the, in the vocabulary. A neurodifference basically means that you're wired, your brain is wired differently. You don't perceive and you don't react to the world in a way that is quote unquote normal, whatever that is. Yeah, what is that? And and up to now, I think we're finally starting to turn a corner. But up to this point, we have marginalized people like that. We have tried to cure them. We have come up with labels for them. And we have just decided that this that's not the approach that needs to, to happen because People who have neurodivergences, they're they're not deficits. Those are benefits. They are gifts. And we need to take advantage of all of that. Yeah. I love that. Mariah, did you want to add anything on that? Do you well, it's interesting because when you talk about people hearing this that have not heard this before, this is this can be kind of a trigger and it can be very painful. Because for those of us who have for example, like I said, I have ADHD and dyslexia. I couldn't read until I was in fourth grade. So between third and fourth grade, I was fortunate enough to have someone take me under their wing and really help me through that and figure out that I don't see words in the same order that most people do. And I don't see letters in the same way. And I had to find tricks that helped me to be after I learned to read in fourth grade. I loved it. I started reading all the time. However, I wouldn't read in class because I would say it like I saw it a lot of times and the words were completely different than what other people thought or what is probably on the page, quite honestly, but I didn't see it that way. So if there's someone out there who's hearing this and they're thinking, oh, I wonder if that's me, there is something called open dyslexic font that is available for computers and for e-readers that waits the letters in a certain way that our brains can pull them off the page easier. And I'm reading much faster than I used to because of that open dyslexic font. Wow. You know, isn't it amazing how we can use technology to really transform things like, you know, how you experience the world. And I think that's phenomenal. We'll put a, we'll put that into the show notes as well for anyone who might be interested in learning more about that, because I think that can be incredibly powerful. And I know what you're talking about too, um, Byron, when you were mentioning about something that you it ends up being a gift. So, you know, I, I also uh, have that ADHD background and for the longest time, I, it was driving me a little bit crazy. Um, but I find that as an entrepreneur that I can harness it in a way that actually increases creativity. And, you know, when you, when you 
figure out whatever it is for you, right? When you figure out how to use it or, or find a tool that helps you and then surround yourself with people who can maybe do the things that don't come as naturally or as easily for right. you. Yeah. So I found that to be very helpful. So, you, you know, for those of you who are listening to this on maybe iTunes or Spotify and you can't see them nodding, Byron and Mariah are nodding. So Byron, would you like to uh, elaborate a little bit more on that? <laughs> if I can stop nodding long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I guess I should put a disclaimer up here at this point. We're not professionals. Professional mental health. We're not workers. professional mental health workers. We have we have no credentials for in, that. In that for the in that sense, we've just lived it. Yeah, yes. our just you know, lived our it. I think that's important. Yeah. <laughs> so, Byron, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we live it every day, and so yeah. that's how we know, and that's what we we speak in public for that reason, because we've lived it every day, and we've teased out a lot of those gifts. Mm. In fact, when we published. Uh, Journey Well, You Are More Than Enough, our book. One of the things that made that such a beautiful and such a timely <laughs> and useful book was this person right next to me here, <laughs> her incredible, her exquisite attention to detail. Mm. It turned it into a, just a beautiful book. Yes. And I mean, I've I've been an author for several years. I've published four or five of my own books. Mm -hmm but nothing quite to match the quality and the what the the insights available inside journey well. Well, and that's true because when we look at things when we have a neurodivergent brain, if we're allowed to use our intuition, we feel into it and somehow mm -hmm. we know the right words to put in there. He's a wordsmith and I we'd play around with things and be able to say, okay, does this work? Does that work? But intuitively, I would find Mm -hmm. on the opposite side though it is when you are neurodivergent it is hard to fit into the neurotypical world at times because mm -hmm. I did obsess over the words when I when we were writing but it's not just in writing that I obsess over things and that for people who are listening if you have this trait you're not alone and there are tips and tools to overcome those negative voices that have been placed in your head well, and you believe them. And tell them whose voice that is. Well, that's true. That's the other part of this is once you realize that voice that goes on between your ears is your own mm. and you have a hundred percent control yep. of what you tell yourself. So why not make it positive, right? Instead of saying, I am such an idiot or I'm so stupid. No, stop that. You get to choose. And from now on, anytime you hear that voice come in, say, I am strong. I am so worthy. I am more than enough. And just mm. switch it. Oh, I love that so much, Mariah. For, for anyone who's listened to my show for a while, you all are probably understanding how giddy I am with them mentioning you know, the choice element that we do get to choose. I mean, because that's something that I feel really strongly about as well. And, um, you know, I guess that choice comes first in awareness. I mean, I feel like it took me quite a few years before I even realized yep. some of the things that I would say to myself, right? So once they have that awareness, then you can choose and make the shift is I think a big part of what you were just saying, Mariah, is how can we then change it now that we know that we're aware of it, we know that we get to choose, 
then you can shift it. Oh my gosh, it's so powerful. Have you noticed that for for yourselves or for some of the people that you work with or speak to? Yeah, let me dive into this a little bit because this has been part of my journey because I'm neurotypical. I'm as normal as the day is long, or at least <laughs> according to social, you know, the caveat is according to society's metrics, I'm a normal person. Yes. Now, so my journey in this has been, in fact, some of it's been a rather humiliating, basically, because I have just understood in the last very recent past that I have what I refer to as a fire hose of normalcy. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you the number of times I've put out Mariah's spark of intuition just by telling her and making, you know, giving her the idea that no, what she's thinking is nobody thinks that way. Nobody believes that. Yeah. Well, that's not true. I have had to become aware to use your word mm -hmm. that as a normal person, I have to understand that there may not be a normal, that what she is saying and what she's feeling could be absolutely correct mm -hmm. and often is. And yeah. so it's it's been a real struggle both ways, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a great journey to be on. I love it. And, you know, I think that that's, that's a great thing to bring up is that when we can start to, for you, you know, in your relationship and everything, it was a, it was a priority for you, but I think anyone can start to appreciate the differences of the people that they, uh, you know, have a, a personal relationship with the people on their team in a company, their clients, when you can start to notice and appreciate the differences as a strength I think that, uh, you know, so much can come from that, deepening the relationships and being able to innovate. You know, what you're talking about with Journey Well, why don't we just go there for a moment? I'm going to repeat the name again, and we'll put a link for those of you who are listening and driving or on the treadmill that you can do it later. You can, you can link to it, but journey. Well, you are more than enough is their new book that they were referencing. I'd love for you to take a moment now to share a little bit about the book and how it's been doing and, and some, maybe even a tip from it that you'd like to share. We decided when we were writing Journey While You Are More Than Enough that we needed to be more specific about it. And so we put another tagline on it, rediscover your passion, purpose, and love of yourself and life. Nice. And the reason we added that was because we felt, we actually started writing it during the pandemic when people were at an all-time low, exhaustion, overwhelm, just so much going on. And we knew that they needed elevated in a way they could see the value in their own lives when it seemed like tomorrow is just so exhausting. I don't know if I can keep going. Because of that, we found that we had a little bit of a voice that said, it's, it's okay. Just mm -hmm. for tomorrow or just for today, do the best that you can. And that I found something I used frequently, and we did put this in the book, and I'm sure you've heard this before, Heather, whatever follows I am follows you. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we were able to start teaching people a little bit more. And we use the alphabet and the, our A word for I am is aware, 
that my thoughts create my reality. Mm. So I'm aware that my thoughts create my reality. And you just touched on that. And I think it's such an important point because now the people who've heard this, they're not going to be able to unhear that. And I want you, I want to say it again, whatever follows I am follows you make it positive because it's your choice. You get to choose what you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, I would add to that. Uh, when you talk to yourself in a negative way, it is your voice, number one. And number two, think about it. You wouldn't talk to your grandmother that way. You wouldn't talk to your, you know, your spouse that, well, maybe you would, but you shouldn't. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but the, my point is that why do you talk to yourself that way? It's just, it's not helpful. Mm. And it's not helpful. Yes, you're right. I want to repeat that too, because, you know, we want to make sure that that what we're doing is supporting ourselves, right? Just as I love how you mentioned you wouldn't talk to your grandmother. I mean, I, I think sometimes we say things to ourselves that we wouldn't even say to an enemy. You know, it, it's like we we can be brutal with ourselves and the judgment and, you know, for for those that are that are out there and and also recovering control freaks or perfectionists like <laughs> I am, you know, I, I I could be a little bit brutal. And so that that awareness and the recognition that is this serving me? Is this supporting me? And and a lot of the people that listen to this go beyond that. It like just like you two do, is it's not just about is this supporting me, but when I'm not supporting myself, I'm not able to serve as well, right? You know, mm -hmm. so you you come from service, you do a lot of how can I make the world a little bit better for other people? How can I provide them, you know, a tip or a suggestion that can help them in their journey? But we have to practice it first ourselves. So I love what you're talking about with that. Have yes. you do you have any any stories that you'd like to share about a success story? <laughs> yeah, wow, so many, yeah. That's right. When you get to an older age, you have quite a few stories in tow. That's true. Yeah, in fact, we just had one recently. We, we were trying to figure out how to make something work on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I have a very linear brain. That's that's one of the, my hallmarks. And the, the whoever organizes and puts together, I get so many at Microsoft, I suppose, but they had changed some of the nomenclature in these steps to make this particular <laughs> the system, algorithm. The algorithm yeah. And they had changed the and the and the the lesson we had captured was evidently old and didn't have that change in it. Mm -hmm. Now that irritates me because it's supposed to follow linear. <laughs> right, right. Right? Yeah. Yes. And also because in aviation, everything had to match up for me. It was very important to me. Yes. Mariah has learned over the years because of her neurodivergence. She's learned how to do workarounds. Yeah. She's very good at it. And so she made it work when I couldn't. So that's just a very recent example of what we're talking about. I, I bet you have a lot of those examples. Probably every day something happens where you're able to support each other in your differences. I think that's fantastic. Now, you're going to be speaking at an event where I'm also going to be um, next month. What? Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be sharing. Don't give anything away, but, you know, is, <laughs> would you like to share what you're going to be speaking on? 
Yes, actually, we're going to be sharing some of this. We're going to touch on this particular topic. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably include, we haven't quite 100% decided yet, we'll probably include the I am exercise. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about boundaries and and we'll get into the neuro differences a little bit. But uh, it's going to be a very interesting format because it isn't just this formal, you know, the, the tables and chairs and the, the, the card, you know, the slide deck and all that. Evidently, that's not going to be a part of it. Yeah. So, but we'll be flexible enough to get all of these points in at that event. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I love that about the event that we're referring to folks out there. It's it's called Encounter 360. And it's specifically made to um, be very different than what you're, you're used to. And so it, it kind of leads back to what we've been talking about all along, that yeah. being different can be really, really positive. Now, if anyone is they're thinking, gosh, I'd love to get Journey Well, or I'd like to talk to Mariah or Byron. Can you take a moment and share with people how they can reach you, how they can find the book or anything like that? Yes, thanks for asking. We'd love to share that information with anybody who thinks they need it. By the way, the book, Journey Well, You Are More Than Enough, is you asked how it's doing. It is doing very well insofar as we're finding it, and this has been a really gratifying result. That book is finding its way to people who really need it. And we've had a nu numerous examples of that and feedback from people who really need to hear that message. So it's been very gratifying. And so if they want to get a hold of us, uh, the book is available at Amazon, Journey Well, You Are More Than Enough. And it's available in paperback, hardback, ebook. I'll, they can go to our website, which is mandate2elevate.com. Mm -hmm. And also, if anyone would like or needs people who come and speak about this topic, we, we're passionate about it and we love talking about it. So give us a, you know, contact us and we'll be happy to make the arrangements. That's great. Well, thank you so much. And we'll make sure to put the links to Amazon and to, to the website um, into the show notes for people to make it easy. Now, I know it feels so good, doesn't it? When you get somebody sending you feedback and saying, hey, I read your book and I, I learned this and it was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, what, do you, what would you like when people later are listening to the this podcast, you know, and you want them to walk away saying, oh, hey, I got this out of it. So those, you know, what would you like them to walk away with that you really have like a burning desire to share with people? I think one of the things for me, Heather, is to always know that somebody left feeling better than when they came in and know mm -hmm. that they are more than enough, that their life is worthy and that they have a power within them to elevate others as well, just by passing on their spark or their light. Even when they feel really low, they need to know that their life is of value and they're an important part of our society and we need their contribution. Yes. And uh, let me add a little bit to Mr. Ingersoll's quote here, if you would. Um, a couple of things. We we have a man. I think we all have a mandate to elevate other people. I believe that. And as Mariah said, we think everyone has a unique gift, and we need those gifts, especially now. 
it's kind of like this jigsaw puzzle you put together. And if you get done, there's one piece missing. That's what you focus on. We need that final piece. Look on the floor and find that piece because it's got to be here somewhere. Also, let me emphasize too that we we hear this all the time. That people say, oh yeah, you're enough. You're good. You're doing fine. You're enough. But we emphasize the fact that people aren't just enough. They are more than enough. Mm. And that's really important. And I'm certain that there's someone listening right now and that's exactly mm-hmm. what they needed to hear. To be reminded that they are more than enough, that they that they have those gifts, and um, Byron and Mariah are encouraging you to not just find those gifts but share them, because there's someone out there who needs your gift right now. Mariah, Byron, you're an absolute pleasure. I am so grateful for your your energy and your wisdom today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us, Heather. Yeah. It's been Thank great. You, Heather. It's been wonderful. Thanks very much for asking. Of course. And those of you listening, like I said, if you know somebody who could use this message today, please share it with them. We would love that. Wishing you all a beautiful day. Thank you.